Hey everyone, I'm Mariah, the founder of Content Queen, a content agency and educational business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I'm a digital nomad, passionate traveler, serial rambler, and big dreamer who has a purpose to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people like you on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content marketing as a strategy. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang. How are we? I have a new podcast recording studio in Bondi. It's my new Airbnb, but the road's really busy, so uh, recording times aren't easy to choose. So we'll see how this 10 a.m. on a Friday time slot goes, Um, but I'm excited I'm, I, I really like this little place. It's quite small, but it's very close to the beach. It's a new new area to explore. I did really like living in Maroubra in Sydney um, with Leanne. Shout out to Leanne. Uh, who, fun fact, this is why you always need to be open-minded in the online space. Leanne and I met on Instagram. Leanne did my content bootcamp in July last year. And we just became besties. And then I moved in with her. We didn't even meet. It was literally like a blind move in. So there's a little fun fact for you. Um, on your Tuesday, if you're listening to this live. Or whatever day it is. So yeah, that's that's why I think this space is really powerful. And the communities that we create is so important, right? Um, and, you know, a lot of these podcast guests that I have on the show, um, I've met through this amazing online community, obviously. So this episode is all about storytelling and adding storytelling into your content adds a different layer, right? And one thing that we noticed in 2020 especially is content became quite raw, right? We were showing up less, um, I guess, polished. We were creating on the fly. We were documenting ISO. People weren't even getting dressed for the day, which is great. You know, we had influencers really showing a raw side of them. And from there, this level of content has become really raw and sharing stories of our own has become more of a a need, right? A, A need for everyone to consume. And we are nosy individuals. That's just how we operate. You know, when I was in hospital, my Instagram stories, when I was giving updates, got way more views than they ever had before. And when you start telling your journey and your story, no matter how big or small that may seem, I think every story is amazing. Everything is here for us to share at our own will, right? You choose what areas of your life you share. Some people are more open than others, but it is about, you know, having that level of vulnerability and opening up to what you have to offer the world. So that's why I knew this this, uh, podcast was a no-brainer, of course. And the podcast guest has a really amazing way of breaking down stories and showing you how you can add them into your content. Now, she's a public speaking coach in the tech space. I'll introduce her soon. But the way she talks about stories, I watched one of her masterclasses. Um, She has a free masterclass on offer about telling stories in your speaking, but I actually got a lot out of it um, from a content perspective And I've heard her on podcasts um, before. And yeah, the way she talks about storytelling gets you so excited and just want to share. And it sort of breaks it down in a way that's like, 
really easy for you to do if you don't feel like you're a storyteller, like everyone is, but it's a really good way to sort of show you the different elements of stories you can tell in your content, even if you feel like maybe you don't have one. And I remember hearing her on a podcast talk about there's two types of storytellers. There's the people that have a story and build a lesson to it. And there's people that have a lesson and put a story to that lesson. So it doesn't matter what way you do it, but you'll be amazed how many connections you can make back to stories when you're doing tips, tricks in your content, hacks. Uh, There's always going to be a way that you found out about that. There's going to be a way that you've tested and trialed it. There could be a hypothetical on how you explain it. So I feel like we all need to add that extra level of storytelling into our content and nearly every piece of content can have a story to it. And I know every time I create content, I know that there's always that added layer that I can add to mine and it's just habit, right? It just comes down to habit and reminders. So let's talk about Emily Edgeley the amazing podcast guest. So Emily is a maths and security nerd turned public speaking coach who helps people in tech transform the way they present. Whilst Emily was working in cybersecurity, she went through her own public speaking journey from fact sharer to storyteller, which opened up a whole new world. After 15 plus years in IT and security roles, Emily chose to leave corporate life at the end of 2018 to follow her heart. She now helps people in tech give more interesting talks, magnify their influence, and learn to enjoy public speaking. She's helped over a thousand people so far, including supporting many speakers to grace a cybersecurity stage for the first time, helping people with international speaking gigs, and helping a client prep for a TEDx talk. Amazing, I've got goosebumps. So let's hear from Emily and how she uses storytelling as a really powerful tool to engage an audience. So much, Em, for joining the show. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and your business? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. So I am a public speaking coach for the tech industry. And so what that means is I work with people who either dread presenting and, you know, run away from speaking opportunities to people that might already enjoy it but they want to become a better public speaker and I help both of those types of people to be either more engaging more memorable more persuasive with the aim that they will start to enjoy speaking in public whether that's at a small work meeting or whether that's gracing an international stage amazing so cool so As you said, you are a public speaking coach and I really love how you talk about storytelling and it's super relatable for anyone, whether it's a public speaker or someone that wants to create content. Yeah. Can you please share with us your take on storytelling and why you think it's so important? Oh, sure. Well, to be honest, we all prefer to be communicated with a story. So when we're talking to our friends and our family, apparently 65% of the way that we communicate is stories and gossip. Now, if you take at least the corporate world, in the corporate world, people generally use PowerPoint a lot and they will be factual and give bullet points and try and get straight to the point. And you see this a little bit as well on social media where people are giving tips 
Now, if you want someone to understand what it is that you're talking about and if you want someone to remember what it is that you're telling them and if you want it to be a little bit entertaining and people get to know you, they're not going to do that via information only. Um, you, you know, like when you listen to a story, it's just so much easier to listen to a story if you've got a concept that people don't understand, it's so much easier to wrap a story around it because people, like, what, you know, what connects all of us is that we're humans, essentially. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, a lot of the things that we talk about, like whether it's um, marketing, digital marketing, or whether it's a technology concept, or whether you're, you know, a holistic wellness coach, or whether you're in the world of finance, these things are rather abstract to people and if you can wrap a story around it and include characters, people will always relate to it in an easier way and they'll remember it so much more than if you were just giving them information. And there's so much that I could tell you about the power of stories that we don't have long enough on the podcast, but there's a lot of science that backs up that they are more memorable and that they are more engaging for people because of what happens in your brain when you're listening to a story. Yeah, for sure. And as you were saying that, I was thinking about every time I memorise something, a passage from a book or a podcast or something, it's always a story that they tell and, like, I just relay that story. So obviously what they're trying to tell me is stuck in my brain through that story. So perfect example. Exactly. I mean, I when I was researching some information for one of the masterclasses I was doing, I was looking at the power of stories and why they're so memorable and how memorable they are. And I came across this really interesting study about the fact that the people, if you've ever looked at the Guinness World Records books or anything like that, you'll notice that there are memory champions that recite the most ridiculous amount of either digits or numbers or things like that, all in their correct order. And if you look at them, and I found one guy in particular who recited the digits of pi, a mathematical number that never ends, and he he recited, I think it was over 75,000 digits in the correct order. And if you look at the way that he did it, it's very similar to the way that all other memory champions do it. And they take something like numbers or cards or whatever they're trying to remember, and they'll associate people or something yeah generally they'll have people and then they'll have people doing something and the people doing something then form this little story which connects those digits or the cards or whatever it is Mm. and that's how people remember these ridiculous things which you know apparently it took this guy 24 hours to recite all these digits from his mind and you know if you think like I mean I feel like I could probably recite 20 you know like 20 I'd be like woohoo I've done a good job so if a memory champion uses the power of stories to remember something like that a world record feat then you know there's something incredible about how memorable a story is yeah absolutely for sure and I think like yeah I'm just thinking back onto all this the books or podcasts I've read and like I still could tell those stories I mean it might not be to the exact like I might add a little bit in there, you know, yeah. like Chinese whispers vibes. Yeah. But like it it's crazy and all, you know, stories that people have told me like from, you know, friends at, you know, get-togethers or parties mm. or whatever and you always remember like those stories and you could retell it like yeah. even though it was maybe 
10 years ago exactly. or whatever. It's, it's I have those exact same ones that I tell in my workshops to illustrate how memorable a story actually is because like you, I can remember things that executives have told me 10 years later, yeah, give or take some details <laughs> in the story. But, yeah, you can relay this, the information years and years later and I think one of the points that is interesting to note about that is in order for us to be able to do that, it actually does need to be quite a simple story. Hmm. So if you want someone 10 years later to be able to remember what it is that you told them and be able to relay it to someone else, which is a, an, another dimension of memorability is to be able to share that knowledge along, then it does need to be somewhat simple. And I think that busts a misconception that people have, which is, you know, oh, not many exciting things have happened in my life, therefore I'm not going to be good at storytelling, you know, because I think some people sometimes think like, oh, I heard this person talk and they're, you know, been chosen to fly to Mars. So, of course, they've got an interesting story to tell or, mm -hmm. you know, they went and fought in Afghanistan and they, you know, nearly got killed. So, of course, it's interesting. But otherwise, a story does not need to be extraordinary and sometimes very simple and very relatable ones mm -hmm. are the ones that we will remember very easily. Yeah, of course. And I think that's why like platforms like TikTok work so well because they're super simple yeah. and they're super relatable. Like it could be something as silly as like, I don't know, a, a topic that people will talk about, you know, like a dating or, you know, and it's not that that person has an extraordinary dating life or the weirdest things happen to that person, but it's like, oh my God, that happens to me too. So it makes it yes. like super relatable. Whereas, you know, the guy that goes to Mars or, you know, the person that fought in Afghanistan, like not everyone although incredible stories people can't often relate to those yeah. either so they're not you know the connection might might be kind of there but a little bit different than a story that could be quite relatable or where someone could put them in their shoes for example like I could put myself in that person's shoes that could happen to me type yeah. of scenario so super interesting and I love yeah simple simple's great like simple's yeah. easy right yeah exactly <laughs> that's really good news for people but perhaps have, haven't told a lot of stories or think they're not natural storyteller. Yeah, mm. simple is definitely, definitely good. Yeah, for sure. So I guess that moves on to, you know, how do we tell stories if we're not like really sure what, what we should tell? You know, where do we even begin? Yeah. So if I think, if I'm assuming that most of your listeners are entrepreneurs. Yeah. So if that's the case, as an entrepreneur, you have your own story, which is probably, because in my mind, there's four different stories I think of. I think of you can tell your own stories, stories someone else has told you, a story that you have found in the public domain, which is the third type, or a hypothetical story. Hmm. And for entrepreneurs, they're generally most likely going to use stories of their own. Now, people might think, yeah, oh, God, well, no one wants to hear about me or once I've told one story, that's probably it. <clears throat> In reality, people are super curious about what you get up to. So mm. I know this is called documenting uh, rather than, say, like content sometimes. So documenting what you're up to, what are you doing with your business, perhaps what you're doing in your personal life. Any experience that you're having is a story. You don't have to get hung up on, you know, having three parts to a structure and having conflict and what have you. Just share experiences. So that's one type of story that you can easily be telling. 
Another type of story is a story that is tied to a tip. So a lot of people on social media will share tips from time to time. And if you're, if you're thinking that something is best practice or you believe in a specific tip, it has generally popped into your mind for a reason. It might be that you have had a particular experience and then based on that experience, you realize the importance of something or that something is true. So instead of just filling your social media post with the tip itself, share the background to the tip. And I always try and think about this of try and share a little bit of, of before then share a little bit of your tip and then a little bit of after. And what I mean by that is I can give you a great example. There's one tip that I have shared in the past where I talk about how a story has multiple lessons and I share an experience of where I went to a storytelling event and I heard people sharing stories where they had <coughs> shared a story before, sorry, in, and tied it to one particular word and then they shared a story in this particular event and tied it to a different word or theme. But it was the same story. So, yeah, I mean, that's a very quick version of that mm. particular story. But you will generally have an event that triggers a thought if you think hard enough about it. So, mm. so those stories are very easy to tell. And then... There's so many other types of ways you can use stories. Story for a testimonial. So instead of asking a client for feedback on what you did, ask them for a bit of a before, during and after. I love that. You can use a story on a sales page. Instead of just giving the information about the product features, you can take people through either your, your journey with this particular aspect and or you could use a hypothetical story to say, I want you to imagine for a moment that you are blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And then you take people on that journey, which is essentially the hypothetical story of the person as the central character. So honestly, once you start thinking about storytelling, you'll see that you can use stories everywhere. Yeah, and, and I think that definitely ties into what I always say is like life is content, right? Yes. And it's just a process of documenting that down or spending time, you know, piecing it together. So I guess um, my question for you would be uh, how do people, I guess, get into this uh, mindset of storytelling or are there some things that you do for your own content, for your talks that you can document all of your stories and piece them together and then use them to, you know, tell to your audience? Yeah. So there's probably two things that I would say. One is I always try and think of that structure. Uh, so when I'm explaining something, instead of it having like a one container in my mind, I always try and put it into three containers. So can I share something that will be able to connect the dots for people? So I find that can take a fact that I was going to share and turn it into a story. So that's really useful. And then another way that I have used that has helped me to tell more stories has been to create a story file. So yeah. if, if people don't know what a story file is, it's 
essentially just a list of stories that you bank up and it can be a written one or on your phone and you can put anything in it. But I try, I find that for me, it's useful to put something like not, not writing the whole story out, but just, you know, uh, maybe my favorite gypsy horse drawn caravan experience as a holiday when I was 10 years old. And then that's a little bit of information about the experience or the mm-hmm. event or the story. And then I might put next to it, what lesson did I learn? Because you're, you want to tell a story for a reason. Yeah, it's great to tell an entertaining, funny family adventure, but what do you think people might take away from it and how could that benefit them? So I will always try and put the lesson or the lessons next to it. And you find the more that you do this, the more that you realise, oh, I've got so many things that I can talk about. <clears throat> and then you might also find that you, if you update it on a regular basis, and this is what comedians do as well, you'll find you have so much information that you can share. And the more you tell stories, the more ideas you have and the more you realise it doesn't need to be amazing or ridiculous story or completely funny for it to be valuable to someone. I just need to be able to connect the dots. Mm, I love that. I'm like, I'm doing that. I know I have like ideas for content and I'll email myself stuff, but having the lesson next to it also reminds you why you're telling it too, right? Like if you put down a keyword and then you go back, you're like, why did I want to say that? So I think that's yes. so powerful. Really, really helpful. Exactly. And it, it, it can also change how you perceive life, which I know it probably sounds really weird, but if you're training yourself to, to see a lesson in something to, in order to tell a story, then in fact you're going to be much more reflective and you're going to notice the lessons as you go on in life more. At least I have found that. And mm. that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's so so interesting. And I think like everyone now, their brains are like churning, like, oh my God, what <laughs> stories can I tell? And I, I'd love like, you know, we could see posts of here's five tips on how to do XYZ, like really useful but I think like adding that story element just brings it to life and makes it engaging and and that's what people are going to remember you know and I look at the content that I love to consume and it's because it's memorable and like what makes it memorable you know it could be a certain uh the way that they've done the graphic or the image but then most of the time it's like the context around it like how have they delivered that message I think that's like super powerful Yeah, well, if you think, I was thinking about this before, like what's a great example of this? If you want to buy a product, let's just say, and I'm not talking so much on in terms of an entrepreneurial product, but let's just say you're literally wanting to buy anything, hairdryer, whatever. If you knew someone that had that hairdryer, that would, chances are that that would be way more influential to you than reading the product description on the website. And the reason being is then if you know someone, you can ask them, what's your experience with that hairdryer been like? When do you use it? Can you do this with it? Does it, you know, is it quick? Blah, blah, blah. All those things you can't get off the website. And it's all about the interaction between the product and the human. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what a story does. It's like you could read a tip. But if that person's going to tell you that they implemented that tip themselves and they were in a bad 
place and then they implement the tip and this is how they've found it's it's helped them that's so much more valuable than the tip itself mm. and in a lot of times we already have that data on ourselves we just we're just not not designing our content in a way that brings that to life so it's about bring back the layers show people the before and after and make it way more relatable yeah I love that it's so good and I think too you know everything the reason why we do stuff is because we've gone through the journey right you know whether you're a a coach um for side hustlers or you've been the side hustler you've you know, you've gone through it. So like, what were all the things that you did back then? And I even think too, like, there's so much. I'm like, well, I started my business off like a FIFA freelancer platform. I'm like, I never talk about that. It's like, bring back more stories. Like, I think it's consistent reminder. And especially, you know, in 2021, where there is just so much content out there, right? Like, how do we break through the noise? And it's like, well, you you tell your story. And like yes. you've answered so many of my questions in one <laughs> with like, you know, how can it help your business? It's like, well, you connect with those people, right? And mm. perfect example about like the product description and and like versus asking someone about it. Like people yeah. are going to remember you, remember that content. And that's where you gain that no like trust, you know, you exactly. you build sort of that relationship. And I'm sure it's exactly the same with like a a talk or if you're on a podcast or if whatever when when you're sort of collaborating with people and if you tell stories and experiences people are going to remember that way more than you just spitting out all the facts and and giving it to them like that yeah we're not we're we're not designed as humans to retain a heap of information and it would be the same if I had the coordinates for unlocking gold let's just say right and I I knew where there was a heap of gold that you could find and I kept telling you oh there's this location there's that location there's that location that location that wouldn't really help it'd be way better for me to spend a fair bit of time going okay location number one is let me paint the picture for you you know and that's it's it's the same thing with a tip if you give people 10 10 things they can't possibly remember 10 things Mm. if you break it down and give them one thing on one day and explain to them the story behind it they're going to be able to remember that and digest it mm. and use it more going forward. So I think it's important to understand the impact that your information has on people and what you're actually wanting them to do with it. Because if you do want them to do something with it, they need to have retained that information long after you've either said it or posted it. So yeah, so that's true. the power of a story. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think you know, just piecing it all together and looking at your strategy and your plan with all your content and just like, and I think too, it comes back to when when you're creating and you're writing or, you know, whatever you're creating something for, whether it's a presentation, whether it's a social media person, like, you know, calling yourself out, being like, am I just creating this to just get it down and, and deliver? Or am I actually like taking my audience on that journey? Yeah. I think just like questioning. Yes, because I know for me, my modus operandi is facts. Mm. (laughs) And I have to fight that almost on the daily. Like I prefer to just bash out facts. And I know a lot of other people are the same. There are obviously people that that just talk in stories and that's their natural style. So for me, it's I know it's quicker to, to share facts and I know it's easier to share facts, but I think you have to come back to 
do you want to be like dictating and lecturing to people or do you want to be like revealing like this is what I did because mm. I know the tone comes across completely differently and I know people resonate so much more when I just slightly twist it to be in a story rather than a this is what you should do if I just say I tried this and I found it was really useful I find the response to that is completely different from people yeah oh so and I totally can see that you know I can and even you know reading some of your content where you take people on that journey and you go back and you reflect and then you share like they're they're really they're just different ways of presenting what you need to say and presenting in a really unique way so I think it's everyone needs to take that away. Like, how can I tell more stories in my content? And like, we do it on our Instagram stories, like every day, like if you do show up and you just talk shit in front of the camera, like you just normally, you just, it's just natural just to go on that story route. But when we're writing, it's almost like, oh, I'll just be super factual and I'll present the evidence without like explaining the evidence. I guess if you're going full, like, um, you know, essay, teal topic, explanation evidence like most of the time we're just like presenting the evidence without explaining it in a I guess an easy way for people to understand or relatable way I think that's that's yeah awesome and I think just to circle back on one of the questions you had before about like how do people start as well if if you haven't told a lot of stories purposefully on social media before I would say doing it in a written form is actually a really great way to build your storytelling muscle because there's a character limit, obviously, in things like Instagram and LinkedIn and what have you. And if you can learn how to be concise and get a character in there and get dialogue in there and use the three-part structure if if you're, you know, getting a bit more advanced, then that can help you when you're then going to to tell stories mm-hmm. more on video. So if you are going to do a live and you're wanting to use a tip and turn that into a story and you want to make sure you don't waffle or you get to the point or what have you, having that basic understanding of how to write stories in the written form will very much translate and help you. Yeah, that's a really good tip. I think that will have a lot of people that are like, oh, yeah, sometimes I just show up on stories and, and it <laughs> might take me like, you know, f- three minutes of filming, you know, the one minute blocks to actually get to the point. So I think that's yeah. that's really helpful as well. And I think, you know, everything that you've said, it can help in so many different forms, you know, social media, uh, when you are presenting, when you're on podcasts as a guest, uh, when you're showing up on video, you know, there's so many different elements that can you can take from this and implement it into and interacting yeah, with people absolutely. you know I think it's- I use it I specifically use obviously we haven't gone out that much since <laughs> COVID hit but I used to use it when I would go to networking events because my my general response to things like if someone's like oh how was your holidays it's like oh they were great yeah. <laughs> you know and I know a lot of people perhaps more in the tech world they're like factual a few word answers and you can use the power of a story to elaborate on things and be more interesting and conversational and you'll notice them if you tell a story versus if you tell facts and figures you're way more likely to get someone responding and creating a dialogue back with you Mm. because more people can talk about within the story rather than within the you know one or two word factual response so yeah there's there's just so many good things to say about storytelling. Yeah, and I think too, you know, even with, um, you know, engagement on social media, when you tell a story, people might have a story exactly the same or where a different outcome happened and people 
are also likely to share an experience that they've had. And I think that's what I have noticed when I've told a story, if it's related to the blog that I've written or something like that, like you could have written or done a piece and you're sharing on your socials, but what I was trying to do is tell a story around it. And I was finding that a lot of people were not only just liking it, they were commenting a similar experience that they had or, you know, and sharing back. And then that opens dialogue too, you know, within the content you've created. Yes, exactly. You can get engagement without even having to ask for it Mm. just by simply telling a story. Exactly. I find I get, when I'm sharing more stories, you know, when I'm being really good with my storytelling on social media and when it's more personal stories, I find I get way more connection requests. Mm. I get way more interaction and even people private messaging me saying, you know, oh, that was so inspiring. Thank you for sharing. And like you said, yeah, they might say I had a really similar experience or then they might say I had a bit of a different experience. So it'll always get people thinking a lot more deeply about your content than just sharing the information ever would. Yeah, yeah, no, so true. And I actually what sprung into my head then is when I come back onto LinkedIn and posted obviously where what had happened on my health journey and like people messaging me not to say that they're related to it but just like to check in you know yeah. even just something as simple as that and I was like oh that was really nice like they've taken away from they've taken the time to get away from what you've written to actually personally message you like that's a whole step you know imagine yeah. if you had a call to action to go to your website or to like mm. you know buy your product or whatever if you're telling a story like how much you know people are just going to be like willing to do more because you've you know you're sharing and you're yes. like you're giving a exactly. bit and also that that um vulnerability like if you're sharing something that's might be a little bit vulnerable you know people are going to relate to that as well which I think is is really powerful too yes a hundred percent Okay, well, thanks so much for joining. I'm sure everyone's just super inspired to, you know, start implementing more stories into their business and into their content and whether they're, yeah, as I said, joining podcasts, collaborating, all the things. So where can people find you? Where do you hang out and how can people learn more from you? Uh, Yeah, sure. So I'm fairly active on Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. So Emily underscore Edgley on Twitter and Instagram. And don't ask me why it's different, but Emily hyphen Edgley on LinkedIn. And then there's my website. There's also a few freebies that people might want to have a look at. There's a masterclass on the power of stories. So if people are really interested on exactly why a story works more than facts and figures, then I go into way more detail there. And I also have uh, 30 scenarios which you could share a story in. So that should give you a lot of inspiration and ideas if you're thinking you're not quite sure when, when or what to share. Amazing. I have watched your storytelling masterclass and it is very, like there's a lot in there that I was like, yes, to all of that. (laughs) So definitely go and check that out. Well, thank you so much for joining. I've loved having you on, loved chatting, and I'm super inspired now too. Oh, thank you for having me. How amazing was Emily? I loved how she broke down the four different types of stories you can tell. So it doesn't always have to be about you, right? It can be a story within history. It could be a story of one of your clients. It could be a hypothetical story, or it could be 
your own story. So there's, there's so many ways that you can tell a story in your content. And if there's anything I want you to take away from this episode is just get into that habit of where can I pull a story into this piece? How can I add a different level of storytelling to this, this piece of content, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a blog, you know, whatever that looks like, right? For me, I think it's it does really come down to evaluating every piece of content you do. And it doesn't have to be in a really in-depth way. It can just be, okay, am I giving all I can in this piece? What can I do to build it out, right? And I think when I first started Content Queen, I was the same. I, everything was very factual and get the tips out there, get what they need to help them on their journey. But actually what I've learned, especially through this journey, this health journey, especially through this digital nomad journey is all about that power of being able to tell a story and add more layers to what you have to share. And I love telling stories. You know, when I was young, I, here I am telling a story for you. I really loved show and tell. Show and tell was like my favorite thing. I loved Monday morning so I could show and tell. Even in corporate, my boss um, used to every morning, we used to sit around a table and we used to talk about our weekends. And I was so excited. Even if I'd done nothing, I was so excited to share, right? And that's why I started my first podcast because I had stories that I was I was here to share. And sometimes it can be daunting. I still have stories that I haven't shared that I want to. And that's why I'm building more of this personal brand to share the stories that aren't related to Content Queen. And I've spoken about that in one of our previous episodes when we we did the switch to a different Instagram. And that's what I'm here to do is to continue to tell stories. And some people don't think, you might think, well, I'm not a storyteller. I don't have anything to share. But start documenting your stories and you'll be so amazed, right? Even in the content template that I have, it's a strategy template built in Trello. You can download it by clicking below. And there is a section called content ideas. And what I do is I create little cards. So I'll have Instagram, I'll have IGTV, I'll have TikTok, I'll have whatever, whatever platform. You could do it by based off topic, whatever it works for you. And then in there I have, I use the checklist function to add in different, um, different, like story ideas, right? And then once I've used it, I hit click, tick, tick it off and it crosses it out. And then in the comments of that card, I might like expand out on that story. I email myself when I'm on the fly and I think of something, I quickly send myself an email and then I make sure I put it in that Trello. Whatever works for you, whatever method works for you, get into that habit of noting down stories that you can tell and how they relate to a certain topic. So click below for the freebies from Emily her LinkedIn and Instagram so you can follow her journey. Stay tuned because it's Content Queen's second birthday on the 5th of June. So it's essentially birthday month for Content Queen and I'm launching something really exciting uh, soon. But to celebrate Content Queen's second birthday, I'm doing a discount on my content templates which is just a little test and a little taste into what's to come in the future with the business and the educational side of the business. So check that out. And I really want you to, of course, always be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your content develops your business. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. Please don't forget to share this with all your business besties and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at contentqueenmariah, one word, or at mariah underscore contentqueen, or just simply tell them about it. If you rate and review on Apple iTunes, it goes a long way into helping me rank in the charts and get my message out to more people so they can have fun creating content. The world can be full of engaging and really interactive content. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn, and let me know any topics you want to hear about in the future. Make sure you drop me a DM. Have the most amazing week. It is birthday month. I'm so excited. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.